You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you get your podcasts. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry. I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home an auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Derek Jeter! This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. The Yanks, first two spring wins are in the books. These count when you win. When you don't, they're a learning experience. We're going to talk about the bats getting in gear. The actual starters beat up on the Orioles on Tuesday. And uh, El Gary was a little bit scary on Monday, but the more notable things from that game included some lesser-known players that we're kind of excited by. The Yanks also gave us a scare late Monday night with Chad Green and some roster snafus. We're going to go into why this may have ever happened in the first place. And uh, the Yankees scouted Joanna Cespedes. We're just going to cover it out and say, what the hell is that? Why is that happening? Folks, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. The Yanks Go Yard podcast will absolutely be there. Make sure to leave us a five-star review along with a mailbag question within that review. If you want your mailbag question answered, if you want us to ignore it, put it in a one-star review. That's how it goes. Thomas Carinante, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday? Great. Two wins under our belt. Uh, they don't count for anything, but they feel good. You want to feel good. That's what it's all about. You don't want to ha- We lose the opener. No one's freaking out, but you have not really many positives to come out of it. Two wins in a row now over the Tigers and Orioles. Again, nothing special, but we're starting to see things wake up a little bit. We're starting to see some guys who might be able to contribute. Start to see some young guys who might make an impact sometime later in the season. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's a lot a lot of good stuff to talk about, and uh, we're gonna break it down. Of course, the absolute worst thing that happens in spring training is when you know it doesn't count. It doesn't matter. Yeah. None of this matters. It, somebody could go over thirty and have an all star season, but when you lose two games in a row in spring training, you start to be like, "Fuck, man, are are we bad?" Like. <laughs> Are, yeah. are the people on this team bad? We just, I know it doesn't matter, but we just lost eight, three to the Marlins. Are, are we bad? Like, and you, you do that too. You, you got to admit you do that too. I do. I do. I do a lot of things I shouldn't. And yeah, we're going we to try to change it this year. We're going to try to turn over a new leaf. I guess we are. Well, we, we've got a lot of exciting things to talk about. We're more excited than bummed, but first 
and foremost, support for Yanks Go Yard is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. The Yankees are 27-time World Series champs, and Manscaped is a 28-time manscaping champion. I just made that up, but, you know, (laughs) you never know. You don't know how often that award is giving out. Uh, Manscaped hasn't been around for that long. They could have won that many. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. That is why Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide and 25 men in the Bronx locker room. Once again, have to legally disclaimer, I don't know that the Yankees use Manscaped. I certainly don't know that all 25 men on the roster use Manscaped, but we're making assumptions here, and that's what we like to do on this show. Manscaped hooked us up with a bunch of tools from the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. That includes the Lawnmower 3.0, their third-generation trimmer, which features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. That is for shaving your balls. They also give you the Crop Reviver, the Crop Preserver. That'll make you smell good, anti-chafing for the hot summer heat, which, by the way, if we're all being vaccinated by May, we definitely need the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver for those hot summer months in clubs which we might be in this summer with masks. Please wear your masks. Don't go to Texas. If this intrigues you, get 25, 20% off and free shipping with the code fansite at 20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code fansited 20. All of those include the number 20. None of them include the number 25. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And the balls in Sarasota, Florida, we're not thankful when the Yankees were at the plate on Tuesday afternoon facing real major league pitchers like John Means and Paul Fry. The real Yanks, Aaron Judge, you've heard of him. He's a good guy. Luke Voigt, Glaber Torres, Clint Frazier had a ribby single. These guys were knocking the ball all over the yard. Uh, we said after the first game that Glaber and Clint looked particularly locked in. I think you can add Judge to that who gapped one in the left center field area. Uh, Glaber still looks really confident at the plate. So does Clint Frazier. Um, the pitchers are supposed to be ahead of the hitters. Thus far, the Yankee pitchers are lagging a little bit behind the offense, especially in terms of the people who are going to be making an impact from day one. Garrett Cole, uh, you know, we talked about Michael King, looked rusty, looked like the same Michael King as ever in his first outing. Uh, But we shrugged it off because Michael King is probably the eighth or ninth starter. Well, Garrett Cole got the start on Monday, looked a lot like he did early in last spring. He faced the Tigers again. He did not give up like eight bombs or whatever. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Out of the Tigers in that start that had everybody questioning his contract. Um, but he didn't look good. He, he gave up three hits and a run in the first, although they were very unlucky hits. Certainly didn't leave that inning feeling fantastic, though, and a lot of people are making a lot of bad points about Gary Sanchez based on that one inning alone. Uh, Jordan Montgomery was a bend-don't-break on Tuesday, gave up a run in the first on a triple and a sack fly, loaded the bases with the one out, then got two Ks. Easy second inning, one, two, three. Pretty good, not great. Neither, neither man was just absolutely, you know, one, two, three. Uh, see ya, sit up, uh, sit down. Because that that's kind of what you want from these pitchers early on when they're supposed to be at least a week or two ahead timing-wise. Uh, Jamison Tyone, though, 
Seven mm-hmm. pitch inning in his Yankees debut with a K on a nasty curveball. So I would say the Yankees have gone one for three in terms of the people who will actually be starting these games. When the season begins, I was much more impressed by Tyone, though, than I was bummed out by Cole and Montgomery. That said, it would. I am asking for too much. It is spring training. Who cares? I would like I would like the pitchers to be good from day one. Once it feels like other teams have that. I would I would like to see that sometime. Sorry for complaining. It'd make life easier. But you know what? I would love if Garrett Cole came out and just blew the doors off everybody. He's just trying to get into a groove, probably get the fastballs over, experiment with whatever else and just find himself. It, not that not that he has any rediscovering to do, but you haven't pitched in a while. Just get over there, get some groove, some balls over the plate, whatever. Three hits, a walk, one earned run. I don't care uh, if this is happening in April and May. I probably will care. But uh, like you said, Tyone came in right after him. Uh, we saw a little video of him shortening his delivery uh, between uh, his time in Pittsburgh and now obviously his arrival in New York uh, looks nastier. And that curveball had a lot more of a break to it. Um, you saw you probably saw it all over social media, whiffed him on the outside, uh, low and away. Uh, look great. Uh, th- that's exactly what you want to see from a guy who has you know, now undergone his second Tommy John surgery, uh, obviously had that battle with testicular cancer. So was happy to see that. Uh, but you didn't mention we actually went one for four with starter people who might start games because uh, uh, Hooli's Chassin actually oh, yeah. got, the a worst little, of the worst. Yeah, got a little bit roughed around. But guess what? He's a veteran. You know, he's coming back to spring and he's like I just said, just trying to groove balls over, trying to figure things out, whatever it may be, get him up to speed. If he's going to be the fifth starter, so be it. I like the veteran experience. I like the fact that he can eat innings. So um, not a great start. We're not going to cry about it, but that's the way it is. Unfortunately, though, for a guy like Jordan Montgomery, kind of piggybacking off what we're saying about Tyone, it's great to see a guy like Tyone who's dealt with all these issues come out and just fire one scoreless inning and look as good as he did. For Jordan Montgomery, not so much. Uh, On Tuesday against the Orioles, uh, two innings pitched. Two hits, one run, two walks. Uh, I believe all that damage was done in the first inning, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Uh, So he did rebound. However, this is a guy the Yankees will be relying upon. He is the only lefty in this rotation. And on top of that, he still has stuff to prove. He had that great 2017 season, then uh, went down with Tommy John in 2018. uh, Missed all of 2019, I believe, then came back in 2020. Looked solid. uh, Got us that, uh, gave us that gutsy performance in the playoffs against the Rays. But not a fast start in the spring against the O's. Eh, don't really care. But like I said, it'd be a little bit more comforting if the guys who have these so-called question marks around them were to be able to get out, out of there unscathed. But I'm not going to worry until it's, you know, later in the month or, you know, we're uh, into the regular season a little bit more. But the rest of the guys, especially on Tuesday, look pretty good. We had uh, uh, Tyler Lyons get out there. He gave up a run. Um, but he's not really supposed to uh, <laughs> contribute much anyway. I can do uh, without him. <laughs> yeah, Luis Garcia came in after Montgomery, um, and then Brooks, uh, he threw a scoreless frame, two strikeouts. Brooks Krisky came in, scoreless frame. Glenn Otto, Yankees prospect, comes in, scoreless frame. And then the man that John Sterling does not know, Trevor Lane, <laughs> comes in, finishes off the game, scoreless frame, three strikeouts. Uh, I can't believe Trevor Lane is a different guy. Remember we had Tommy Lane, the Red Sox? Yeah. There yep. are people that just disappear in baseball. We It was like... Tommy Lane, like a three-year cycle of like, oh, he's on the Red Sox. He's pretty good. Oh, the Red Sox dumped him. Why? He's a Yankee now. He's completely out of baseball. Um, But these guys, yeah, these guys were all good. I I, I would like to talk about the young kids. I was impressed by a lot of what I saw. And I'm going to harken back to Monday, too. uh, Not just because that was the day that hard my man, hard-hitting Chris Gittens, 
hit a yeah. monster exit velo grand slam uh, to left center. It did the thing that good power hitters do, where 3-2, facing a guy who's struggling to find the plate, knows he's getting a fastball. Gary Sanchez showed it's not that easy to hit a fastball center cut when you know it's coming. Chris Gittins knew a fastball on the outer edge was coming, and he took it to another, like a different time zone. Yeah. Uh, what a bomb. So I don't know if Chris Gittins is a 4A guy, if we're going to see him anytime soon, but I know I like checking in on his minor league numbers because the dude can hit and the dude has nasty pop. Um, but perhaps more importantly, and for our immediate future, Nice little spring debuts from Austin Wells, 2020's first-round pick who has not appeared in a minor league game yet due to the nastiness of the year 2020. Remember that whole the famous coronavirus pandemic from the year 2020? Uh, Austin Wells, first at bat of the spring, 0-2 pitch, stayed on it, hammered it up the middle for a single. They really like this kid. Uh, they have made it abundantly clear that they believe in him and they believe in the bat and somewhat the glove. But it's not one of those absolute clankers behind home plate situations where they're like, we got to get him out of there. It's like he might be so versatile that he could eventually be a left fielder, a first baseman, a catcher. Like we don't quite know where he is yet. He's interesting everywhere. He's terrible nowhere, but the bat will play and they love him. Uh, So shout out to Austin Wells for getting, uh, you know, getting the thing, getting things rolling, getting a compliment from Rob Brantley, the nicest man alive. Who, who tags every Yankee on his Instagram story. Uh, everybody follow Rob Brantley. This is two episodes in a row I've said this, but the, the nicest baseball player I've ever seen interacting <laughs> on social media. Arguably the nicest person. Um, and then the the sort of from the filed under the strange department, Albert Abreu, who huge year for him. Uh, there are rumors floating around he has an extra option to work with. Some sources say he can be sent down to the minors this year. Others say he can't. And I think that confusion comes from the fact that the team doesn't know yet. I think... There are arbiters who have to make rulings on this, and it's not decided. But what I will say is that Abreu, uh, you know, if he doesn't have an option, is a guy who might be traded along with Mike Talkman to clear some roster spots. If he does have an option, the Yankees are going to do everything they can to keep him. He averaged about 96 with the fastball last year. Didn't look great in the majors. Has long been a guy they have suspected of being better than he has performed. Uh, has not put it together. In his first spring outing, Topped off at 100.4 miles an hour through eight fastballs, average 99. In his two big league appearances last year, he averaged 96.4. And keep in mind, you're supposed to be amped up in your big league debut. You're supposed to average a little higher than what you typically hit in an, in a normal start, especially at he's a starter thrown out of the bullpen. 96.4. If that's when he's hitting at his max effort, that's kind of what you expect. Nope. Strides into camp today, hitting the 100.4 and averaging 99. So did you like what you see from either of those guys? Are you a believer in a Brayu? You know, it's one outing. What are we talking mm-hmm. about? I'm, I'm not a believer in anyone that I wasn't a believer in yesterday, but I saw something I didn't know was possible. I'm a believer in somebody who I'll get to in a second, but Abreu can, I need an explanation on this is, is the question man out there to answer me. Um, He has no options left, but he's pitched in two career games and they both came last year. What have the Yankees been doing with this guy? I know he was, he was acquired in the, the, the Brian McCann trade with the Astros uh, back in 2017, Mm -hmm. but what uh, they're just bringing him up and optioning him three, three times. And he doesn't, he doesn't make, he doesn't, he, he makes two, two appearances very confusing i don't know i mean i don't know i'm not really in tune to uh all the roster moves and and all and the intricacies of it but i i don't know if i've ever seen somebody who's out of options who's pitched in two he's pitched 1.1 innings and he has and he may have no options left uh yeah i don't know what's going on either nonetheless i would love i love his projectability as a potential middle relief option throwing that hard uh that's kind of what we're looking for in terms of innings eaters Um, and he has the stuff kind of like how we've been talking about with Loisaga 
the guy who has the stuff but can't really put it together. I know Abreu had some accuracy issues or whatever it was, but I would love to see more of this. Um, guy, I was impressed. Oh, well, we didn't even get to the elephant in the room, and that was Chad Green was supposed to pitch. Um, oh, yeah. Well, can we, can we take a quick yeah. break and then do this Chad yeah. Green nonsense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. That Because that's a big one, and I, the Yankees can't scare us like this again. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, breaking down the Chad Green situation, do we care about Gary Sanchez's home run? Uh, take care. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. Not sure why I told you to take care before the break, but I, I hope you did. Thomas, go ahead and break down the Chad Green situation because we were all pretty spooked on Monday night. Yeah, and we had good reason to be because Marley Overa tweets out the roster for on, on Monday night. She tweets out the roster for Tuesday and said and earlier in the, five hours before she tweeted this, Aaron Boone had said that Chad Green would be following Jordan Montgomery in to, uh, in uh in Tuesday's game, he said it out loud. It was said like it a, loud. a big focus of his Total press conference thing. was Chad yeah. Green pitches tomorrow. Very big thing. It was it, that he made a thing of it because it was the first high le- uh back end high leverage reliever that they would be using this spring. Then all of a sudden, Marlo Vera tweets out, "Hey, Aaron Booth said that Chad Green was supposed to be pitching on Tuesday. I have the roster." Repeat after me: I, Kevin, take you, Susan. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. It's a Jamie from Progressive. Jamie. No, it's all right. I can talk. Progressive protects you 24-7, which means you can contact us anytime. Hmm. I'm getting a loud shh sound, so I'm going to talk louder. What can I help you with today? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Progressive can do that. Ugh, there's that noise again. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. Right here. Here is it. Here it is for you to see. And Chad Green is not on it. So... We thought, okay, great. Is this another one of those bullshit vague updates where they're not telling us what's going on and Chad Green is injured or Chad Green's coming on slow or there's some MRI situation we don't know about? So it was the the Yankees have to know their audience at this point. You can't just remove somebody from the roster who you came out and said hours before would be playing in the game the next day. I wouldn't day. have even thought about wouldn't it if Aaron Boone hadn't said, hey, guys, pretty yeah. big day tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't have even been a consideration, but he mentioned it. Then Chad Green's taken off. Apparently, it was just a precautionary measure, but the Yankees got another audience at this point. Everybody is triggered by potential injury news. The Clark Schmidt thing had everybody walking on eggshells at the start of spring training. Thankfully, we're three games in. N- no nonsense at this point, but... Chad Green had us nervous for a while. I'm sorry, guys. We wrote about it. We felt like it was our responsibility to let you know what was going on. But then some uh, Twitter detectives realized that Miguel Andujar was also removed from the roster and they had added somebody else. They wanted to get somebody else, somebody else, uh, some reps in there. So really not a big deal at all. Um, But uh, what I wanted to touch on before you can go back to Green in a second uh, when uh, when I'm done with this, the guy who I was impressed with, who I forgot to mention, Nick Nelson. Uh, mm-hmm. He pitched, yeah, he pitched against the Tigers on Monday. Two scoreless, one hit, struck out one, and he introduced the sinker, and it looked good. And that's that's a lot of that's a lot of the chatter now. If he can add another pitch to his arsenal uh, and have it be super effective, I think that's another dangerous bullpen weapon that we're talking about. Which great news, great news for me at least. People like Nick Nelson, and when I say people, I mean people who aren't involved with the New York Yankees, and that's how you know he's actually good. Like people are people are coming around talking about Nick Nelson. Uh, the Yankees like a lot of people. The Yankees like Albert Abreu, and he comes in the, he comes into major league games and gets walked <laughs> off by Pete Alonso immediately. The Yankees have plenty of guys they like. People from other organizations are reportedly asking about Nelson, who has dis- who has finally unleashed a new pitch, and you gotta love it. Uh, update, I mean update to the update. 
on the Chad Green roster garbage. They Eagle Eye Scouts noticed and Duhar was removed from the roster too. And Duhar played today. And Duhar went to Sarasota. He went 0 for 3. Cool. Great. So then what, what was any of this? A lot of people are talking about this as like the one-year anniversary of them locking themselves down and realizing coronavirus was real. And a lot of people have been traumatized by that memory of that being one year ago. You know what I'm traumatized by the memory of? One year ago, about the same length of time, when Luis Severino was scratched from a live bullpen and everybody went, oh, what happened to Luis Severino? And then somebody said, relax, guys. It's his birthday. He scratched because he's hung over. And everyone went, <laughs> oh, man, okay, that had me worried and is actually very funny. And then an hour later, people said, Luis Severino is actually going for a precautionary MRI. His arm actually hurts. It's actually hurt since October. Oh, he needs Tommy John, and he also needed it during the playoffs, but he didn't get it. So now he's going to miss five extra months. Uh, and it's also his birthday, so technically we weren't wrong. So every time the Yankees make a small move, like, change a roster or, or print out a sheet with a different name on it. It's going to prick my antennae up. And guess what? This wasn't a small move because Aaron Boone basically announced the pilot episode of the Chad Green's Pitching Tomorrow show at his media scrum and then silently took him off the roster. So he's bringing him along slowly with the rest of the bullpen pieces. I guess someone took him aside and said, you might want to reconsider. We don't need the top five bullpen guys in game action yet. I don't know why it happened, but I do know that Aaron Boone freaked uh, me out and everyone else out. And it wasn't crying wolf. There's a real reason to be scared here. I was in the middle. I'm a huge North Carolina basketball fan. Let me tell you, and I was in the middle of watching them get absolutely blitzed to death by a guy with one leg in the Syracuse zone. So hitting me with the Chad Green disappeared update at the end of Monday night was exactly what I did not need in my day-to-day -day life. And I'm glad we got that resolved. But you can't do that, Yankees. This is the most injured team in sports history. You can't do that. You can't just be removing names and moving them in different places. Speaking of uh, people who have disappointed us in the very recent past, uh, we'll do this quick. We're doing this at the same point in the podcast as we did. Gary Shea just put up the worst at bat of the spring training opener on Monday. <laughs> we want to get it out of the way. We want to just say mm, that did happen. Gary Shea just the worst at bat of the opener. Uh, hopefully you've ducked out and you're not listening at this point. If you're angry and you're a Gary lover, I love Gary too. We both love Gary. Uh, so we'll duck this in and around the 20 minute mark of this one too. Uh, Gary Sanchez hit a monster home run. One of the longest home runs y'all see on Monday. Uh, 92 mile an hour high fastball from Gregory Soto. Uh, probably a 4A talent from the Detroit Tigers, but good God almighty, he hit like a, they measured it at around 420 over the batter's eye in center, but that was like a 460 foot home run. And that was the kind of thing Gary was not doing last year against any level of competition. So I ask you real quick, let's get in and get out. Were you impressed by Gary's Homer? Is it absolutely nothing to you or is it the beginning of something? It is something. It's not a strikeout where he looks completely dumbfounded by 90 mile an hour fastball. So I like it. And guess what? He also walked. So he was one for one that day with a homer and a walk. I know Gregory Soto is nothing special. He has a career 5.36 ERA in 60 games. So uh, and plus he's a lefty. So that kind of uh, is more of an advantage to Gary. Nonetheless, that was a bomb. It went over the whatever that second fence is in center field. It went over the regular fence. And then there was a giant black wall behind it, about 50 feet in the air. It looked like. Yeah, Clean love that. our stadium. We yeah. got we got big walls out there. <laughs> Just another a, a, a giant black monster for whatever reason. Um, but uh, I like the swing and then he walks. So uh, it, it's certainly better than the debut. And you just want to see some sort of uh consistency where he's not getting into these spells of looking completely confused at the plate or constantly going down on strikes or, you know, not making good contact. 
So I'm happy to see a home run and a walk. Uh, I don't think there, I don't think the bandwagon is in full force right now, but it, we're hopefully trending in the right direction because we want to see more of this this spring. Oh, it was a great swing. I mean, I, I once it's not nothing. It's not nothing. It's a monster bomb. David Cohn said on the broadcast, that's why you don't give up on a guy like Gary Sanchez. Of course, that's why the Yankees should, the New York Yankees and their monster payroll should have absolutely paid $6.35 million for Gary Sanchez this year. Because you know what? If you were worried that that would mean they would be eternally loyal to him and wouldn't be willing to change course if he showed up out of shape or if he struggled or if it's two months into the season and he looks bad. They benched him in the playoffs last year. They have the cojones to dump Gary Sanchez if need be. And they can also afford, you know, under six and a half million dollars for someone who with that power. Um, and, and this was the second best swing I've seen him take in a calendar year. The, the Drew Smith grand slam and in extra innings mm-hmm. against the Mets is the only one I would rank up by it. Um, maybe like the one over the monster. Against Fenway. Yeah, that was, yeah that maybe was the one over the monster too. Um, but that, I mean, he, he probably had two impressive moments last year and a bunch of shrugs and then a bunch of angry faces. Uh, and this was a really, really impressive home to, to dead central. And it was no doubt off the bat, uh, Chris Gittens level power from Gary Sanchez. Um, so we're going to do, let's we'll do a segment right in the back end here. Uh, the not going to happen corner. This is just, mm. we have to talk about it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. And it would make no sense if it happened. Uh, we're, we're burying all this stuff at the end. So if you want to hear the, the happy recaps and us getting nervous because Garrett Cole gave up a run in a spring training game, listen to the beginning. If you want to hear us talk about the dumbest news stories of the week, things that have to be touched on briefly, you can come to the back of the podcast. That's We'll welcome you in the back of the podcast. So here we are. The New York Yankees were among 11 teams that scouted Yoenis Cespedes mm-hmm. on Tuesday uh, in a batting practice and fielding uh, free-for-all session. Uh, one evaluator said he can still hit. He's incredibly stiff in the field. He'll be somebody's DH. Does that sound like somebody the New York Yankees should sign who already have an overload of outfield bats and certainly have Giancarlo Stanton at DH? Thomas Garanate, you want to give Yoenis Cespedes some money? Uh, no, it's not somebody you sign, but no, hey, I, the guy's played in what? 127 games since the start of 2017. He missed all of Is 2019. That yeah, it's good. He fell in a hole. He's completely screwed the Mets over on that fell contract. In two holes. Yeah, he fell in like double hole. I think he fell in a hole, tried to move out of the hole, tripped into another hole and hurt both angles. Just both angles got busted. I don't know. Ridiculous stuff. Like on, this only would happen to the Mets or, or someone like the Jets too. It's it, it's it's very circumstantial. For Should the Jets the sign of- you an assessment? <laughs> Trade Sam Darnold, sign Yo. Dude, <laughs> Yo could probably throw, that, throw the football fucking 80 yards. You, you know Jets cannon. fans would talk themselves into, you know, actually, you know what? We got people say Cespedes is, is showing up in preseason. He looks good. Cut to week one. He's down. He's terrible. Why do we let people tell us he was good? He's so bad. Uh, that yeah, that's that's fitting for the the Mets Jets crew. Uh, the gyms. Yeah, but uh, you want to hear a weird scenario that I thought of in my head? Obviously, we I do. Why would I yeah. say no to that? Uh, they, they scouted him for uh, precautionary reasons because they don't know probably what's going to happen on the injury front. I'm still, I'm bang, I'm not even knocking on wood at this point. I'm banging my head through structures <laughs> that are made of wood. That's so, how Cespedes has got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I could not be, I am, I, every time there's an opportunity to take one of the starters out in these spring games, give them a couple of bats, pull them. I don't want to see anybody in the later innings. Give the younger guys, whatever. If somebody needs a rest, just give it. I don't need to see any more injuries but in the event the injury bug happens again and it typically happens in the outfield not going to name any names but you have the injury bug with those potential people 
And if one of those were to happen, and then we have these Talkman trade rumors of sorts, Ken Rosenthal spoke about it the other day about how there might not be enough room for him. um, And the Yankees might want to move him. The Yankees, if there is an injury or if there's some other issue, maybe they trade Talkman for an arm and then they bring in, or, or a prospect. I know I don't, I don't agree with that. Let's, let's get that out of the way. I don't, I don't think that they should do that, but in the event they trade him for an arm or a prospect and there's some injury issues in the outfield, you bring in you on a Cespedes, maybe his power is still there. You know, his defense isn't great, but he's got a cannon. So maybe he produces in the power department for you on a short stint while someone's recovering from an injury, it's not going to happen, but that's the only scenario I can see in my head. Why as to why the Yankees would do their due diligence and send somebody to uh, his showcase or whatever it was. So uh, that, that that's, that's my little, that's my little scenario that it, that, that better not happen. It, it better not happen. It's just something that popped into my head. The Togman trade stuff still weirds me out. I, and there's yeah. so much smoke here. I, I do understand that, you know, you, you're not going to carry that many bench players. You want more versatility. That explanation makes sense to me. But the people who are saying like, oh, Gardner and Talkman together, I mean, that is such a redundant bench. I don't know how you go into the season with that. They went into the season with that in 2019. Was it a redundant bench in 2019? Was it embarrassing for you to have almost four war Mike Talkman on the team and Brett Gardner? I, I don't really know why this is now conventional wisdom that you absolutely can't have five outfielders uh, on the roster. I would love to have Derek Dietrich on the team. I would rather see, and I'm a crazy person. You can tell me I'm a crazy person. It's fine. I would rather see uh, Derek Dietrich, Gardner, Talkman, and Higashioka, if we have to go with four, expunge Tyler Wade from my day-to-day life, and then if they have to call up a backup shortstop, call up a backup shortstop. I, I don't know. I-, I do hate saying it, but, you know, th- that was really dumb. Now that that got out of my mouth, that was really stupid, but I just... Maybe I'd rather carry five men on the bench. I want Dietrich on the team. I also want Talkman on the team. I don't really want to be trading uh, a fourth outfielder just because Brett Gardner is doing his final season in pinstripes. Yeah, Talkman has so much value. And I think also you'd be trading him when his value is low. I know that we're not taking, for the most part, we're not taking 2020 seriously, but other executives are using that as leverage. They're like, oh, well, he had a shitty 2020. What do you want me to do? Well, I have my hand side behind my back. No, you don't. Talkman's a solid player. He proved it in 2019. The 2020 was weird for everybody. If somebody had an exceptionally good year, eh, take it with a grain of salt. If somebody had an absolute garbage year, you do the same thing. It's it's just the way it is. But yeah, I mean, Tyler Way going 0 for 3 the other day certainly didn't help his cause. He's Uh, not a baseball player that I like. But uh, not. I know he's he. uh, I, he, he, but it's funny because he has the only thing that the Yankees need and it's, it's defensive versatility and it's effective defensive. Absolutely. Versatility. So that's the re it doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter if he bats zero. I think he still has a place <laughs> on the to team. me. It does oh no, to me. Matter, it matters for fans, but to the Yankees organization, they're like, I don't care if this guy doesn't get a hit. Like he's, he's, he slots right in somebody, you know, you want to give Glaber a day off. You throw, you throw uh, him at short. You want to give geo some time off. You shift, LeMahieu to third, move uh, move uh, Tyler Waite to second. There's a lot of uh, Voight, same thing. You shift DJ to first. You you give Wade some time at second. There's there's all a lot of these possibilities, and Tyler Wade makes them more of a reality. So uh, like he could hit zero for the entire year, and it won't matter. 
That's the thing. You you can't get rid of Tyler Wade. That's how you end up with Luke Voigt shortstop. But at the same time, I would just I would prefer my Yankees experience without Tyler Wade necessarily. I wish Derek Dietrich played shortstop. It'd be an interesting conversation, but uh, cool. he, he doesn't doesn't seem to do that. Uh, that is it for this episode of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. God, that was a barrel of laughs. I had a fun time. Uh, there's oh, actually yeah. think about the difference in tonality of our voices when there's actual Yankees baseball versus when we're just doing like. Are there any more relievers in the Brewers bullpen who might get DFA? I don't know. Are you interested in any of those guys? Not really. Uh, baseball's back in full force. The Yankees are are two and one. A great place to be. Uh, once again, well, actually they're two and zero oh, because the wins count and the loss doesn't count. Losses right. at spring training. The wins uh, they're legit. So the Yankees are two and zero. Oh, they played three games. That's awesome. We are going to be back on Friday. Make sure in the meantime to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. Drop us that five-star review along with a mailbag question that we discussed earlier. 20% off at Manscaped with the code FANSIDE20, not 25%. Just a reminder. Until next time, I'm Adam Weiner. You can find me on... Progressive presents today's to-do list for your dog. Check front door. Check window. Check other window. Rest chin on ground. Look into distance. Bark for no reason. Check front door, check window, check other window. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Chase shiny ball, lose shiny ball, find shiny ball, eat shiny ball. Get coverage for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with a purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. On Twitter, at Adam Weinrib. And I'm Thomas Carinante. You can find me at Tommy's underscore takes as usual. In the meantime, please head over to yanksgoyard.com. We're creating content for you every day of the week. Also interact with us on the official Yanks Go Yard Twitter account at Yanks Go Yard FS. There is simply not enough, enough discourse at this point. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we were getting flamed like a month ago for some takes. Now spring training's here. We're talking about a multitude of things and no one's saying anything. It's weird. I want to hear more of it. Please come and talk to us. Until then, though, we'll see you on Pizza Friday. Oh, baby, we'll see you. So as you graduate and head out into the world, there's only one thing that you need to know. Hi, this is Jamie from Progressive. Yeah, I can talk now. Progressive protects you 24-7. So tell me what happened. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. Can you give me one second? Um, brush up for every meal. Congratulations and thank you. Sorry about that. I'm back. So tell me about this fender bender. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about.
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.